0: How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know it. This is Kevin from the cool Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. It is Tuesday, the 20th of September. You don't want to know what happens a month from now. It's the first day of the When We Were Hungry Music Festival. And one of my favorite guests of all time is on the podcast today. This guest is also playing the first day of the When We Were Hungry Festival. And my God. We cannot fucking wait. But before we jump into this podcast, I want to thank support for this podcast. First up, let's thank Manscaped, the best in Below the Belt Care for Men for sponsoring this podcast. So you want to make sure that when you're below the belt, you're the best looking and healthy as possible. You don't want to cheap out on your boys down there because they're your boys. They're your
1: pals. They help you out at certain times. They produce certain like hormones and uh, reproductive things and all that good kind of
0: stuff so you want to take care of them the most you want to make sure they're spick span everything's good to go and that's what manscape is here for to make sure you look good down there it's smooth down there. everything looks good my favorite thing is my, my favorite thing is their crop preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant so what that stuff basically does is it makes your boys down there smell good and it prevents chafing i got big freaking legs i go to council all the time i go mosh like uh none other another person like nobody else like i see my and i'm like oh yeah and i stay in there the whole entire time if you saw me during that bad omens Beartooth, like a data remember show in oshkosh wisconsin you saw the bruise guy the bruise hat guy in the pit well yeah i never stepped out of it and i got big legs so i should probably chafe during those right wrong because i had the anti-chafing ball deodorant that has prevented me from chafing my big ass legs ever since i started using it in 2020 and i'm so glad that manscape is sponsoring the podcast because now i get to talk about it and get you guys a good deal on it so go to manscaped.com get some that anti-chafing ball the owner the crop preserver and use the code cpp at check to get 20 percent off and free shipping thank you manscaped we are sponsoring the when we were hungry music festival happening october 20th and 21st in las vegas nevada yeah if you guys miss those warp tour vibes where you could be throwing down a one song dance or one set dancing another set and then crying your emo eyes out to the next set and doing this over and over and over again that's what when we were hungry is for we had will and mal back on the podcast in april of 2022 to talk about this you can go check the episode out where they talk all about it you get to know how it all started from a meme and now this meme turned to a dream turned to reality we've had bands on the podcast that are a part of the festival such as Marday escape varsity Outlier, Along Came a Spider, Saving Vice, Palisades, Secondhand Serenade is headlining day two. We've recently had the Medic Droid, a Skylet Drive, and Tickle Me Pink on the podcast as well. So go and get your tickets now. You're not going to want to miss out on it. When we were hungry go make sure you get them before they all sell out. Find me in the pit with pancakes. Oh, yeah. Now it's time for a feature presentation. So one of those bands I mentioned that I've had in the podcast for is back today. For one incredible episode, it is Joey Varea from the band of Varsity, one of my top five all-time favorite guests to have in the podcast, and this, my God, is so much fun. We go into when we were hungry, we go into, you know, how much fun we're looking forward to this, like how much fun we're going to have, like this is going to be us, we talk about the Warp Tour vibes of it, we also talk about Joey and Varsity's year so far this year, playing Shiprock, the, the uh, 10 years tour, the non-point tour. Real stuff about the fact that they're going to be going on a little headlining run right before when we were hungry? What? And are you ready? New music. We talk about new music, and it's going to have you on your toes, everybody. So get ready for one incredible episode with one incredible person. You're not going to want to miss on this one. So sit back. Get your popcorn ready. Let's enjoy One hell of a Podcast with Joey Varea from Varsity. Are you guys ready? Let's go! yeah well, well 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 ladies and boys and girls listeners of the court progression podcast this has to be of course one of my top five favorite guests of all time to ever have in the podcast and he's right back with us once again earlier this year right at the beginning of this year they released their first lp called welcome home and they've been on tour with 10 years and with Nonpoint already this year and of course They're going to be playing day one of the When We Were Hungry music festival. So of course, you know, we got to talk about, we got to have a blast with it. So let's get you hyped up because you're going to want to go out to When We Were Hungry because you're going to want to go out and see all these bands, but specifically this guy and this one, one of the hardest working guys in music that I've ever met before in my entire life. Please welcome back to the podcast, Joey Varea from Varsity. So Joey, my friend, welcome back.
1: Thank you for having me back, man. Stoked to be here again. (laughs) Dude,
0: always a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. Like when all of a sudden everything with when we were hungry, when Will was like, Will was the first one was like, okay, you know, let's get you some more bands like from the pod, from the festival down the podcast. You were the first person that he like put me in a message. I'm like, dude, this is my favorite <laughs> guest of all time. Like, of course we're going to do something like this.
1: Yeah, dude, it was funny when uh, when the offer came through. I was already looking at that festival, and I'm like, damn, that festival looks so much fun. It looks like so much fun. And my manager's like, oh, yeah, actually, in the email, uh, you, you guys want to play it? There's, one, there's an offer in the email. I'm like, hell, yeah, I do. What the hell? <laughs>
0: So they just literally sent you an offer in the, like the introductory email like, hey, this is the festival. Also, here's the offer. You guys want to play this? That's how it
1: went down. Um, I think they sent him an email before that and he responded, but I don't think they spoke about anything. I know he asked if we want to play and I said, yeah. And I think the moment he told him, yeah, they immediately sent the offer. I'm like, oh, sick. Yeah, take it. I don't <laughs> care. I just want that- to play it.
0: Oh, that is awesome. Because I still remember like the first like couple of bands were like rolling out in terms of like the first couple that were being announced. It was like the original uh, a Skylar Drive lineup mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I saw Barsity was on there just like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh shit. And this was like right after I was like, I had them on the podcast right after I sponsored the whole entire thing. So I'm like, holy shit. One of my friends is getting to play.
1: Yeah, Let's it's gonna- go. It's actually the festival just it just sounds sick. It looks sick. Like everyone's everyone just seems so like hyped and enthused about it. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: So, like, out of this whole entire fest, like, what's the thing you're most excited for? Again, with the whole entire lineup, of the whole entire fest, like, what's the thing that really was, of course, when the first email came in, like, drove you guys like, hell yeah, we want to play this thing.
1: The name, first of all, when we were <laughs> Hungry Fest, is it's sick. It's actually sick. Um, but then, you know, I watched, I saw all the other bands that they were putting on there, and I was like, damn, I, like, really want to play with, like, all of these bands. And it's Vegas, so it's a no-brainer.
0: It's a no brainer. I know we've talked in previously and you've talked about how much you like Vegas. So I'm, when I saw you guys on there, I thought, of course, yes, one of my friends is playing this. This is awesome. Secondly, I'm like, wait, I know Joey loves to go to Vegas. Like, why does this make so much sense that he's I on this lineup? With the rest
1: Vegas of so much. I love Vegas. Jesus, I love Vegas.
0: Dude, every band I've talked to so far about this thing, when it comes to. i've Of course, I've talked to Will from Mario Escape. I've talked to brandon from palisades literally after i heard they got on there i talked to him in person talked to you i've talked to joy arena from outlier i've talked to the original Skyland drive guys talked to tickle me pink uh the medic droid talked to a lot of people about this and everyone's just like this is the sickest thing ever like we didn't expect this to be a thing all of a sudden we got the offer like oh shit this is real and everyone's just running with it now
1: when even when we first got the offer my manager was like yeah i'm not sure if this is really gonna happen it just seems like kind of like a joke thing but it also seems serious, and I'm like, ah, just you know, take the offer. Let's just let it rock. And now it's become, it's actually become like this thing that I'm like, this is crazy. This is absolutely insane.
0: Well, even you take a look at like the headliners on day one. The headliner is Black Flag, and I just couldn't mm-hmm. believe that they actually have Black Flag as a headliner. And then day two, we're gonna be singing our emo hearts out all together, listening mm-hmm. to a Secondhand Serenade.
1: I saw a Black Flag, and I was like, what the hell? Like, what? How did they even get out, dude? That is so fucking sick. That's so awesome.
0: Dude, it's just. I gotta shout out the team. I gotta shout out Will, Mal, and everybody else that's over there working for with the uh, whole entire When We Were Hungry Festival for you know, first off, putting this whole entire thing together a meme and a dream, pancakes in the pit, everything yeah. around there, and second off, just creating something where I've been talking to everybody. It's like everyone gets like the vibes of like you know, what everyone loved about Warp Tour. It's like this is gonna be the thing, like we're getting that once again in yeah. a space like with When We Were Hungry because. As ever, you could be dancing one at one point. You could be just singing your emo heart. You could be crying for the next set. And then the following set, you could be throwing down the pit. Like, your emotions could be all over the place. You get so much different music here, but you're going to love every second of it.
1: Yeah, it's like there's literally something for everyone. Literally. Every person who attends this show will get at least something that they love. Like, they'll get, like, some nostalgia in there. They'll get, like, some new bands. It's just, like, this mix of, like, it's just going to be sick. It's going to be sick.
0: It's it's just that whole entire again the warp tour vibe is like upon this festival and you look at it it's just it's absolutely insane because, again, you're getting bands that everyone knows. Everyone knows Black Flag. Everyone knows Secondhand Serenade when you're going to sing along with that. So you look at some of the other bands. They're like, I remember these bands from like 2008, 2009. And then you see a lot of these other great upcoming bands that are like really starting to take the scene by storm. Like Palisades. Like you guys with Varsity. It's like, this is everything you could possibly want in a two-day festival. Like, why wouldn't you go to this?
1: Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's going to be some of the best. It's going to literally going to be the best two days.
0: I'll put it this way, that's gonna be two days where I probably sleep the most minimal sleep I've ever gotten in my entire life because I'm not gonna wanna miss <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I thought anything. about the same
1: thing. I'm like, I actually so we're we have a tour routed down to uh to Vegas and I was actually telling my I was telling my agent, I was like, hey, just give me like just give me like a couple of days off in the middle of that. He's like, Well, why? And I'm like, Well obviously we wanna be there for both days, but then I'm probably gonna need an extra day off just to just, you know, get my energy back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I've, I've got a feeling like all of a sudden, you know, especially after that first day, it's like, okay, here comes the first day. You know, everyone it, like goes nuts to ev- you guys. Everyone goes nuts to Black Flag. There's the after party. All of a sudden it'll be like two in the morning and, and everyone's be like, hey, we're going to go to this casino now. Let's all go. And all yeah. of a sudden I'm just going to be randomly in there and just be like, how the fuck am I going to be able to, you yeah. know, get any kind of sleep after this? Yeah, oh let's dear just,
1: Let's just go to a casino and just not sleep tonight and then show up tomorrow for the next show.
0: Oh, God, I'm going to be, that's going to be, I, you don't know how much like Red Bull, five hour energy, like actual adrenaline I have to like pump into yeah. my veins just to get going for that. Cause mm-hmm. then after that, the day after, I have to go to my, one of my best friend's weddings back here in Milwaukee. <laughs> so I'm just going to be like, yeah. I'm going to be like a zombie during that one and be like, Ugh.
1: you got a hell of a ride. <laughs>
0: it's going to be worth it though, cause I always look at it in this way. With all this crazy stuff that's going on with any music festival I go to, yeah, you know, there's going to be times where, you know, I don't get enough sleep. there would be times where, you know, things aren't going to But I also look at it as no good story ever started out with, dude, this is a great night. I got eight hours of sleep. No, no, ever, yeah. no story ever starts like that.
1: No one ever says that. If you had fun, you're never talking about sleep. Not once. N-
0: no. If, if, and if I am talking about sleep, it's about how little sleep I got so that I could experience everything that was going on there.
1: 100 percent 100 (laughs) percent
0: like like we'll be at a casino all of a sudden you know we'll walk outside it'll be 7 a.m and it's gonna be like shit we gotta go back to when you're hungry at like in like a couple hours Mm. oh dear god
1: (laughs) yeah get the red bull get that breakfast going get to work
0: (laughs) literally red bull and pancakes i'm just gonna mainline into my veins like come on baby
1: (laughs) yeah so Pretty, so, pretty yeah.
0: oh it's gonna be nuts so you got a tour already routed for you guys out to <laughs> vegas so like because has that been announced what's that going to entail because um it hasn't you
1: guys are- been announced um it's actually our first headlining tour um so it's pretty i'm pretty like nervous about it which is what? Pretty, pretty well yeah uh we had some other tours in the works and then like you know sometimes things don't work out or whatever um, and so my agent was like, Hey, you, you guys, obviously he's like, you know, we got to get you down to this festival. So he's like, well, what do you think we put together? Like a headlining tour for you? And I'm like, well, I'm really scared about that, but I guess whatever.
0: What's got you scared about going on your first headline? I mean, granted it is the first time you'd be, you know, headline a full tour, but like what's got you nervous about the whole entire thing?
1: I don't know if we're like ready to headline a tour yet. So I'm like really nervous about it. also I just came off of tour with Nonpoint and in 10 years. I watch them every day, every day. Like those are headlining bands to me. And I'm just like, I don't think we're there yet. You know?
0: See, I'm going to like, when it comes to what I saw from you guys, especially for, I think it was that I think it was, I think it was the first or second day of that non-point tour back in May and June. That was the first show. It was the first show up in green <laughs> Bay. Yeah. Cause I remember just like seeing you guys and just seeing the energy that you brought to that stage and the scene like nonpoints energy as well. And it was a different kind of energy just given the different kind of music. But the energy output and the way that the crowd was receiving the energy and the way I was receiving the energy was yes. very similar to the point where listening to you guys up on stage, watching you guys perform, seeing you move around on stage, there was an energy there that was having that crowd engaged. And that's something that, you know, as a headlining band, you're going to have to have because no band's going to headline a show and attract people there if they're not going to be able to engage emotionally with the crowd and give them that positive experience.
1: No, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that's one of the things that like makes me super nervous. Cause like on the tours we did, I, I had like some really good connections with like the crowds. But then I'm just like, oh, can I like do this like as a headliner? It's a little it's a little different, you know?
0: Just a little different, but it's something where You're going to have to take that step as a band, especially Um, to get to that next step. So you're going to have to go on that first headline run. And what better time to go out on a headline run when you've already gone out on the road with 10 years, when you've already gone on the road with nonpoint and you've already built up some sort of, you know, Fan base and some sort of uh mm-hmm. collective fan base nationally around all these different places for people that have already seen you. So when you bounce around these different places, people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, I saw Varsity earlier in the year with Ten Years. I saw Varsity over the summer when they play with Nonpoint. I want to go check this out again myself." I'm gonna be like, "Wait, Varsity is coming around right before we <laughs> were hungry."
1: <gasps> Yay, dude! It, you know what's what is funny about this? I'm like nervous about headlining, but I am glad that the tours we did were with Ten Years and Nonpoint because those guys taught me so much like i they taught me so much about like how to actually do this that i'm like oh this is like i'm I'm glad i got to do it with them and watch like head like bands that i've looked up to forever like actually do what they do so i can like pick their brain and like just watch them and learn you know so like a part of me is kind of like well i mean you've been trained for this so <laughs> i think you can do it it's just like a little part of me is still nervous you know
0: well, you're going to have that little bit of nervousness there just because it is going to be your first headlining run, but take a look at like the bands that you've toured with, the the brains that you're able to pick and the advice you're able to get. So you have a little bit of that, you know, art background and advice where you can always lean on that. So when things are potentially, you know, going one way, okay, I've talked to, you know, Elias from Nonpoint about this. What can I do to make sure that, you know, this show or this particular, you know, stretch is going to be better given, you know, some circumstances that you're going through. Because, I mean, last year, I know, on point, they went through that whole entire thing where their trailer became detached from their, you know, Mm -hmm. their uh, uh, tour bus. And then they had to deal with all that stuff. So they've gone through a lot themselves, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. over the course of 20 years. So that's a perfect, like, band to really pick the brain of.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I picked their brain so damn much.
0: So what was like the most important thing that stands on your mind that they gave you advice wise so that, you know, when you're going on this headlining run that you're ready for it? Like, what was the thing that stood out the most that you heard from them? Oh, uh,
1: we actually had dinner with them one night. It was like both bands. We went out to like eat somewhere and, uh, we were just talking about like random shit and I had asked Elias. I was like, man, like, you know, we're just talking. I'm like, I obviously the goal is to me to just get to like your level one day. Like I just love watching you on stage and everything else. and, I remember him telling me, he was like, I I know you're going to get there. He was like, as long as you keep being you, you will get there and quick. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he's like, dude, just, just be real. He's like, you yourself are fine. Do what you do and that's it. And that was like, "The it's, it's weird because it's like, that's like some of the most simple advice you could ever give somebody. But I remember him just saying that to me and me going on stage every show after that, like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever I want now. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be me. Like if obviously this is working and the headlining band is watching us every night, and this guy, aside from like you music, he's just like I just like who you are as a person on stage because I'm just being me. I'm like that. If that means something to him, it probably means things to other people. You know, like there are too many artists out here who have like, like they pretend to be things. You know, for I guess they feel like if they pretend to be someone, then fans will like them more. And it's it was just nice to know that just me being me is what makes people interested in this band and interested in me,
0: dude. The thing you just brought up there just reminds me of the conversation I had with Joey Arena from Outlier, where you were talking, we were talking about with rock and metal today, where something you just talked about, where it's you know people up on stage and said, you're being kind of someone that you know they're not really just they can appeal to a crowd and mm. that they think they're going to appeal to in a mm. certain way, like it's more concentrated on the image that's being projected. Than the attitude that's being that should be projected from the artist. So if Elias is telling you, dude, just be you, just be you on stage, like that says a lot because if they're gonna be the ones, you know, every single night on that tour where all of a sudden you guys are up on stage and they're side stage watching you guys because they wanna see what you do as an artist. They want to see what the whole entire band does as a collective and they wanna see how the crowd responds to that. You take a look at some of those, like, you know, artists in rock and metal where they're the ones that are like, especially the, you know, the lead singers, the front men, everything like that, where they're the ones that are really engaging with the crowd, being themselves and going absolutely nuts. I mean, Elias stands out for me on that one. I recently saw Papa Roach and Jacoby Shaddix with his like erratic style. Really? of that performance. Dude is So good. Yeah, it's do take a look at those guys. It's, you know, people are drawn to those shows. And why is that? Especially because when you see them live, it's yeah, you like the music, but there's a piece of the show that you want to see when you see these people perform live. So yeah. there's going to be an attraction there. And the first time I got to see you play up in Green Bay, like I saw, like, again, I saw the movements. I saw the passion that was coming from you, just you being yourself on stage. And the crowd was connecting with that. The crowd was enjoying that. So all of a sudden, you know, non-point goes on and we're still riding the emotion that we saw from varsity. Yeah. And then non-point comes on and we just take that as a crowd and just throw it right in there. And then it just picks up and everything's going there. And again, when it comes to not point, they're just being themselves on stage too. You're just doing the exact same thing, but just doing it yourself. Like that was the perfect advice to get.
1: Yeah. Dude, that band is like, they're just so chill, like such good people to talk to and just to learn from. And even just to be around, even when you're with them in a room and you're not talking, because there were times where like, we would all just sit at a bar and just sit in silence. And I just like being around their energy. I'm just like, I just like being around you guys. There's something about each individual member of this band that I just like being around you guys it was so cool man
0: well shit all of a sudden I'm assuming like next year there's gonna be another non-point run and all of a sudden be like yeah non-point's got another run and varsity's with them but it's like gonna be like a co-headlining type thing and be like oh shit
1: who knows right (laughs) that'd be sick
0: that will be sick but did uh so because you also toured with 10 years as well were you able to pick their brains as well to kind of get something off from them like a piece of advice that really stands out from them for you so guys going on your next headline it's a
1: little right? different um 10 years is a little different just because uh so each member of that band is more like they each have like their own roles that they kind of they kind of do so it's hard to talk to all of them um or it, it's hard to like kind of pick one person's brain because they're all all over the place um but i did get to talk to jesse and matt a lot the guitarist and um obviously jesse the vocalist about like just just everything literally everything Even, and everything from just like band stuff to like life because they've toured so much and one of the main things that i learned from jesse was uh actually this is probably the another good piece of advice i remember one day we were talking and he was like yeah he's like are you ready to tour a lot and so I'm like, yeah, I think I'm ready. to He's like, no, you can't say you think. It's like, if you love it, you just got to do it. I was like, oh, but what if? And he's like, no, there's no buts. Once you get the ball rolling in this industry, you have to do these things to maintain, you know, like, you got you got to maintain a crowd and everything else. And especially nowadays, like, people listen to music just all the time. There's so much music out there. The moment you stop doing something, they'll just forget about you. They'll just forget and move on to something else. And one of the things Jesse told me was he was like, you know, just be prepared to work. You have to work all the time, all the time. Be ready to just hop on the next thing and hop on the next thing. He was like, just make sure that while you're doing that, you're having the most fun you can have and you'll be fine.
0: That and is some then, damn good advice, man. Yeah,
1: dude, I remember time I was like, dude, so you've been having fun this whole time? And he's like, yeah, they've been doing it forever. And he's like, I've never not had fun touring. I'm like, that's crazy. Because mostly, most of the time you hear bands talk about touring that much. And they're like, yeah, I, this was a nightmare and that was a nightmare. This guy is just like, "Nah, I've I've loved this for as long as I've done it." I'm like, "That's that's super inspiring."
0: That is because it also comes from a very real place, especially from people that have toured for so many years for so long and so consistently.
1: toured forever.
0: Yeah, so, you know, when it comes down to you, especially when it comes to music, because every time I've talked to you, when it comes to what you're doing in music, when it comes to the, the, the what you're putting out there, when it comes to, especially when we talked last time, all about Welcome Home, it was just the amount of passion that you were putting out there. And when it came to, you know, you always got to keep the ball rolling, you got to, you know, keep going on to the next thing and while still enjoying what you're doing in the present, the exact mm-hmm. same time, but you have to, you know, you have to be able to go from one thing to the next. Like when I said, you know, one of the hardest working men in music, because we've talked last time and it was like all the stuff you were doing like just before the album release was absolutely ridiculous. Like it was like, okay, you know, we're still going to be working on new music. We're working on, you know, live shows. You were literally making merch like in your house at the yeah. same time. So I'm <laughs> like, how the fuck does this guy do this? But all of a sudden that work ethic and that love for it, it just rolls into the next thing. It rolls into touring, it rolls into touring more. And it rolls into the fact that, you know, what uh jesse had said you got to love this stuff well if you're gonna be consistently doing this and you're gonna work that hard for so long there has to be some sort of like absolute love that is in there because otherwise you know you're just gonna get burnt out pretty quickly
1: yeah man you like i i I seriously tell everyone i'm like you this industry is crazy I was like you have to love it because if you don't love it it'll chew you up and spit you out so quickly
0: And I think we've seen some bands that that's happened to as well. I don't want to name names, but I've seen some where all of a sudden it's, you know, once they get to a certain step, all of a sudden it's, they have, you know, their priorities and their mindsets are in different places. And don't get me wrong, that's fine, you know, if they're learning about themselves at that point in time. But they're also learning at that point where, you know, if you want to go through and do this, if you want to make that success, if you want to be that band that's, you know, going to be going on those headline runs, playing, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000, 8,000 cap shows a night, like, you've got to absolutely love every step of the way to get to that point. You got to love the grind to get to that point. You can't love the end result. You have to love the process to get there.
1: Yeah. You have to love all of it. You have to love the good and the bad and just kind of roll with it.
0: Yes. Love, love the good and find a way to love the bad. And because sometimes, you know, some of those bad things, they lead to some of the best things or, you know, they create some of the craziest stories where all of a sudden, you know, you get on something like this with me, it's like, okay, this is one of the worst things that ever happened. But now looking back at it, isn't it funny as
1: shit? Honestly, I told you something something interesting. Um, this, this year, in the beginning of this year, when we did, uh, uh, there was another tour offer for us. Um, it wasn't like we didn't, we ended up not being able to do it because of Shiprock. Um, because of just the contract we had but uh there was you know there was a tour it was the fall Universe reverse and wage war tour and we weren't able to do it um and so we did shiprocked and i got on shiprocked and i remember just being so bummed like god i really wouldn't want to do that tour but shiprocked got us the tour with nonpoint and i'm like this is like one thing one thing didn't work out the way i wanted it to work out which is totally fine i'm like but i got something else that I wanted anyway so I'm like this is this is super sick so it's like sometimes you know things happen and it sucks and you, you get bummed about it but like you said sometimes bad things happen and then a good thing would just grow out of it
0: yeah because take a look at that I mean I remember that falling in reverse wage war too I was supposed to go to it but the show I was supposed to go to literally got canceled like the night beforehand so yeah. I woke up in the morning ready to go to the gym so I could actually you know get through my whole entire day and all of a sudden my like my, my email I'm like and the show got canceled. I was like, fuck. So if you guys were on that bill, I would have been even more pissed than I originally. Yeah,
1: we was. were we were talking to everyone about it, but then it I don't even know what happened. We just couldn't do it. So I'm like, it's fine, just we'll get a tour with them next time or something. We did a ship rock, which was sick. <laughs> like Ship Rock was like one of the craziest experiences of my life. So I'm also really glad I got to do that.
0: So kind of what all happened at Ship Rock if it was one of the crazy experiences of your life, because I gotta know about this man.
1: Dude, so first off, you don't sleep on that boat. Um if you think you're gonna sleep on there, you know you wake up at like nine in the morning and you just start drinking. It's the it's the craziest thing ever. All the bands are just walking around, hanging out, eating, drinking, having fun. You meet and talk to everyone. You gain like this. I don't even know how to put it. Um, Shiprock fans aren't like fans. It's literally like family. Like these people become your family because you you live with them for a week. You see them every day. you eat breakfast with them, lunch, dinner, you get drunk with them. you get off the boat and now they come to all of your show's office. It's that whole experience is crazy the the games that they that are on the ship like I did a uh, uh rage yoga, which is like i i I'm not even the yoga type, but I saw it and I'm like, what, what is this?" And they're like, yeah, we're just gonna get drunk and do yoga <laughs> and scream and listen to metal and I'm like what i was so confused but it it, dude it was just so much fun it was also cool like interacting with like other bands like bands that scary kids scary kids for example was on it i've been a fan of theirs forever and i'm literally sitting at a table eating eating fucking lunch and they walk by and they're like we just start talking and i'm like holy shit this is crazy Corey taylor i almost spilled my coffee on him and that was crazy i was buying a coffee and I get my coffee and I turn around and I didn't realize how close he was to me. And I like bumped into him. I didn't know who he was. So I'm like, Oh dude, like I'm so sorry. And when I look up, he like, looks at me. He goes, nah, dude, it's like, okay. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking Corey Taylor. What the fuck? <laughs> dude. It was so weird. Like it was just that whole, God, that whole trip was an experience, man. Lamb of God watched us play and I got to speak to all of them. And they like, that was already insane. Cause I, I got on stage and we're one song in and I look over and I see Art and Randy and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like, they're probably just walking by or whatever. We play the whole hour set. I look over. They're still there. I'm like, did these people just like watch our set? And I'm, I'm walking off the stage. And before I even get off the stage, uh, I still remember this man. Randy walks up to me and I look up at him and I'm obviously I'm nervous because it's Lamb of God. They're one of my favorite bands ever. And before i say anything he literally looks at me he goes i don't know who the hell you are but that was fucking amazing and i'm like holy shit like this is insane like the like one of my favorite vocalists literally just told me that my set was insane like he liked my it was it was crazy man it was was definitely definitely something that like i i I cherish being able to do and like being a part of because you know not many people get to play with their favorite bands or meet their favorite bands or just hang out with their favorite bands and fans in the same place. It's everyone has to do it. People, you got to do this. You have to do this
0: dude just the way you're describing it, i'm like shit i've done a couple of festivals i've done a number of them and it's like i love this the whole entire family vibe around there but if you're telling me that Shiprocked is like that plus like a hundred and mm-hmm. beatable potential to potentially like you know i could potentially just be eating breakfast and all of a sudden you know here here comes a band that i absolutely love like all of a sudden you know if you guys are on it next year i could be on the ship and all of a sudden i see you guys walking around and i'm just like Oh shit, what's up, man? All of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm eating breakfast with all you guys, and then all of a sudden, here comes Randy from Lamb of God. Here comes Corey Taylor sitting down and be like, what the
1: fuck <laughs> just happened? It's really like that. It's really like that. And I know like people, people who've never been on the ship probably don't believe me, but I'm telling you, it's really like that, man. Like you'll just be walking by and you you bump into somebody and then bam, next thing you know, you're having a hot chocolate. you like you're just having a hot chocolate with them on the deck, and you're like is this like actually my life? Am I dreaming? Like it's, it's crazy, but it's even crazy for fans. Cause I, 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 um, I drank with a couple of fans on the ship and I, there were times where they stopped me and they were like, I can't believe you're like actually drink with me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, I, I was just going to buy you a drink and leave. And I'm like, where are you going to go? We're on a ship. <laughs> where would you go? You might, we might as well just hang out here. And like for them, it's, you know, it's just as much an experience as it is for the artists.
0: Yeah, because like from a fan perspective, it's we get to actually, you know, interact with some of our favorite artists and, you know, potentially get to have a drink with you. Not just buy you a drink, but we get to have that drink with you, sit down and talk to you for all. And we get to have that connection with some of our favorite artists or we get to have that connection with an artist that we just saw on stage. And we're like, again, like Randy, I have no idea who you guys are, but that was fucking awesome.
1: dude. That was crazy. That was like one of the craziest things. It's funny because that that night we played. I After that. I got plastered. I was so excited. I got like plastered woke up the next morning at like 10. And I had to host bingo. Um and I think there was like 100 people there or something. It's like a, maybe like 100 150 people there. People that were at the show the night before and they're like, "Oh yeah, we we saw your show yesterday, so we bought bingo cards cuz we've heard you were the host. So we're just going to hang out with you at bingo." And I'm like, "Sick." We it was like a uh, like a bloody mary and Mar- like margarita bingo thing. <laughs> it was so sick, dude. You just drink and play bingo
0: oh dear god okay i mean you pretty much already sold me on going to ship rock next year you just keep adding to it i'm like now i gotta get all my friends in on this be like guys ship rock next year but kevin we it's expensive dude trust me joey told me about this shit like you're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna listen and beat and like get the Spire
1: Also, band. just paid in installments they have like this payment thing where you can like pay a certain amount every month it's it's crazy
0: knowing me, I'm just going to be like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to pay this in full. Why? Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like it. And now it's like, yeah. just so I'm, I'm inspired like over the moon right now. And I'm like looking, I was going to be looking through that lineup and like, okay, I'm just going to end up putting myself in these random positions to go see you. Some of my favorite artists, see artists I've never heard of, see artists I've had in the podcast and then just go places and hopefully run into somebody. Well, you got to put yourself in the position though.
1: Dude, I'm going back next year, right? Um, I'm not, I'm not performing on the ship. I'm just going to vacation at this point. Cause I'm like, I'm, I love this ship so much that I'm like, I'm just going to go have fun. I started telling like people, there's like a group chat for, it. I just started telling people was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be there. And they're like, oh my God, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm just going to hang out with you guys for the whole week. I'm, well, I'm going to do karaoke. I'm going to drink. I'm gonna just going to, I'm just going to go vacation. Just go vacation with some fans. It's going to be sick. And other bands do that. There are artists who are on the ship that don't like last year. Um, Some of the dudes, some nothing more were on the ship, but they didn't play. They didn't, play last year well this year they didn't play they were just there and i'm like what the hell they just go and they just hang out and i'm like that's was insane dude that is nuts
0: uh, my <laughs> god like okay shiprock sounds like what it'd possibly be like the potentially best you know experience you could have as a fan as ours just everyone you know you're not like you said you're on a ship for you know, some a certain period of time and you can't really Everyone's together. You gotta you gotta hang out with everybody and you never know who you're gonna run into. Like, like you said, you might accidentally spill almost spill coffee on Corey Taylor and be like, What?
1: <laughs> Dude, that was so crazy. I like looked over at him and I'm like, You are Corey Taylor. <laughs> he was like, Yep. And I'm like, Yeah, I know you, man. <laughs> it it's was like, so I'm- weird because like I spoke to him for like a bit and I like introduced myself or whatever. And I told him like the band I was in. And he actually checked out our set, uh, night too, which is crazy. Like, dude, having people that like, I look up to watch my set is just ridiculous.
0: So you got to have the guys from Lamb of God to watch your set one night. You got to have Corey Taylor watch your set another night. Yeah. My God. No, no wonder why all of a sudden it's like, you know, thinking about what happened, you, you know, you had the potential for that falling reverse wage war tour which what which was a gigantic tour, given the, like the venues that they were playing. I mean, they were playing in venues that were like four thousand capacity. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you know, you get to go to ship. You have to go to ship and set, but you get to create all these different connections with all these different people. And now you're going to be, you know, going back next year just to enjoy it as a fan and just to be just hang out with people. But you got the non points who are not going to be going on your own headlining tour out to when we were hungry. I mean, you know, again. Turning to a situation that could have potentially been like, oh, darn. But all of a sudden, you know, yeah. see what came from it. My God,
1: man. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like something that one thing didn't work out for us. And like we were really sad about it. And then everything else just came out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, but there's all this other stuff that now you can do because you didn't do that tour. And I'm like, holy shit. So it kind of worked out, you know.
0: It kind of did work out, and you never know what might have happened if you would have went on that falling reverse wage war tour. But I got a feeling like no matter what happened, if it was been that one or if it ends up being what did happen with the whole ship rock thing, end up working out for the, like everything would have worked out for the positive. Just given the energy that you guys bring as a band, given the style that you work with as a band, especially with you know bringing that R and B influence into like some that post hardcore metal, I'll bring it all together. It's just something that people really connect with and people can really, you know, get down to. People can really vibe with it. Or like myself, all of a sudden, you play something that gets a little heavier. And next thing you know, I'm pushing people around going, <laughs> this is fun. Like, it's just <laughs> something where it's like a ship rock style thing with so many people for that are coming because, you know, someone wants to go see Slipknot. Someone wants to go see Lamb of God. All of a sudden, they come by you guys. It's like, I might not know who Varsity is, but after that, I'm like, God damn. I wanna see him again. So I'm gonna go see
1: him night too. Dude, it's also crazy. Like, um, the because you're on a boat, a lot of people don't know who you are, but they hang out with other people. And other people are like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go see this band, whatever, this day. And they're like, Oh, I have no idea what that is. Like, I'm gonna go watch them. And it's funny, so playing Ship Rock actually made us look like a bigger band than we were. And I that also worked in our favor. So we were um one of the smallest bands on the ship. Um, you know, it's our first year. We're obviously not as big as any of the other acts on there. So they gave us the smallest stage on the ship, um, which is fair. I'm like, it's our first time mm-hmm. on the ship. I'm just appreciative to be here. The ship was behind, I mean, the, the stage was behind the coffee shop where I almost spilled coffee on Corey Taylor. Um, it was like a tiny floor, the band barely fit on the stage. We got on stage and I'm like, well, there's not really gonna be much people. It'd be me like 100 200 people here, dude. I got on stage, and before we even started playing, the entire floor was packed. There was, like, 500-something people there. And the place that we played was, like, it was, like, this little center, like, this little center thing, and on the sides are the hallways to the shit where people walked um, up and down. Dude, our area was so packed that, like, they were <laughs> the coffee shop, like, closed for our set, and they were literally telling people, it was, like, oh, you either have to walk through that crowd or just take the elevator upstairs and go around and go back down because there's too many people over there. Like dude, it was insane. I was like holy shit. There was people from wall to wall and I'm like this is crazy. It made my, us look like a huge yeah. band. I'm like this is and in my head I'm like I know we're not this big, but this makes us look ginormous right now.
0: I mean, it makes you look absolutely huge if all of a sudden you're expecting, you know, like you said, 100, 200 people, and all of a sudden, you know, you're packing the stage and the point to the point where the coffee shop's having to tell people it, it, we're going to have to close this certain point, like, yeah. entry point because that crowd is too large for you to yeah. walk through.
1: Dude, the crowd was so large. They were just like, yeah, we, we can't make coffee. Like, we can't serve you anything. There's too many people. So come back in like an hour and a half. I was like, well, sorry. <laughs>
0: It's like, well, if you want coffee, if you want coffee right now. What you have to do is you're gonna have to watch Varsity play their entire set, and then I you can go get
1: coffee. I will say though, that coffee was amazing. Probably some of the best coffee I've ever had.
0: So that's why people. That's why a lot of people might have been like, you know, at first, like, we're gonna wait here because it's amazing coffee. And then after the set, they're like, well, now we were happy that we had to wait here because we got
1: to see <laughs> that. It was fun, man. It was fun. I, I can't like, I can't wait to do that again.
0: Well, shit, especially now, you know, for this upcoming year with you just going, you know, as a fan and just being able to enjoy it, go on vacation and just, you know, now you potentially are going to be able to get to see a lot of the bands that you like to go and see there, Mm -hmm. be a part of the crowd. But you never know. Maybe some of the bands that were played last year that saw you guys side stage are going to be there this year. Maybe some of the bands that you've toured with, maybe Nonpoint will be on there. Maybe 10 years will be on there. Mm And you'll get to be side stage and watch them perform. And then again, you never know who you're going to run into. You never know who all of a sudden, you know, these guys that you've created great relationships with are going to potentially, you know, say, oh yeah, we're going to go hang out with these people. You want to join in or, hey, we're going to go hang out with Corey Taylor for a little bit. Joe, you want to come with, you're probably going to be like, i going to make sure I hold on my coffee real tight now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man.
0: It's fun. Now I gotta feel like I'm gonna say this, man. Shit, you gotta expect to have you're gonna expect to see me out there now because I'm like I'm convinced now, like this has to happen.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's an experience.
0: It's, it's gonna be an experience and I'll probably again won't get any it'll be like when we were hungry. I won't get any sleep. I'll probably have too much beer, but you know what? I'm gonna be happier <laughs> than all hell the whole entire week.
1: Well there's a gym on the ship, so you can always just drink beer and then wake up and just work out. I'll just work it all out, do it again.
0: <laughs> oh, dear God. It'll be like, all righty, let's go. If Android, well, let's run 10 miles on this ship all of yeah. a sudden. <laughs> After every single mile, it's bleh,
1: bleh, bleh. It is okay, funny, cause, like I at home, I, I work out every morning. Like I go to the gym every morning, but on the ship, not once. I just couldn't get myself to do it. I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs>
0: well you were in you're in you're in performance mode and in vacation mode all at the same time like it's yeah, a little you, bit of a difference especially. yeah
1: you're in performance mode vacation and survival mode at the same time <laughs> every day and you're like how am i pulling this off
0: so that sounds like when i went to blue ridge it was literally survival mode then all of a sudden it was like vacation mode then performance mode in the pit because there was no stopping mm-hmm. there was no stop there and like i get the feeling man
1: insane. blue ridge looked absolutely insane
0: Oh, dear God, Some of those pits were just like some of the most like some of just the most ridiculous fun things and speaking of Lama of God as well because I was the only time I ever been able to see Lamb of God. I'm like, I gotta jump in this pit. I gotta experience it. I know it's gonna be wild. The amount of like dirt and dust that was coming off like <laughs> it got to a point where I'm like, shoot like I'm in the pit consistently for like every single show. I might have to step out because I just can't breathe through this thing and yeah. I see one of my friends that I came with it was like day it was day three. He was just, like, wanted to do everything that I was doing. So, all of a sudden, and he's, like, maybe 40, 50 pounds, like, tinier than me. I see him going nuts in the middle of the pit. I'm like, well, shit. If he's still going nuts, I got to do something.
1: Yeah, got to do something at this point. I was like, can't let him show me up. <laughs> Pretty much
0: that was it. So, I'm like, already, right, you know. Deep breath. Let's go.
1: <laughs> let me get in there, man. <laughs>
0: I mean, that was pretty much like, you know, anytime I go see a show now, so all of a sudden, if you know you know you guys, you guys started playing some of the heavier stuff in Green Bay, I'm like, well, I gotta push somebody, so I can just push the person next to me, and all of a sudden, we got like 10 people in there, I'm like, alright, we're doing this
1: shit! Dude, it's, it's funny, because like the the Green Bay show, that was the first time we ever played uh, The Goat, which is like, was like one of the newer, heavier songs, um, and it was the first time we played, I'm like, well, no one's gonna know this song, so it's gonna be weird, but then we had people dancing to it, I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking crazy, dude. As that tour went on, I noticed more and more people like people didn't know the song, but they would hear it and know like, oh, I can tell this is a heavy one. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? It's so sick. I just I love that energy from live shows, man.
0: Like it even took me a little bit too when you start first started playing the gun. I'm like, is this gonna be a heavier track? to be a lighter check. I don't know what to expect. And also, I started feeling like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's fucking it's it's weird playing new music and like having people not know what we're gonna do. Cause we I didn't tease new music. We didn't do anything. We just went on tour and we're like, Yeah, let's just play this new song and just see what happens.
0: And then you saw what happened. All of a sudden, like you said, as time went on, it was like more and more people were starting to get into it and maybe it was their first time hearing it. Or maybe all of a sudden they found out through some random post on online, all of a sudden it's like yeah, Marcy's got this new track that they're playing live and it's like, okay, now we get a taste of it. It's lot on the heavier side. So people are like, oh shit, let's go.
1: It's funny. We had people come up to us at shows and be like, hey, I heard you were playing like a new song, uh, The Goat. like, And I'm like, yeah, where'd you hear that from? And it's like, oh, one of my friends saw you last week and was like, yeah, they played this song, this new song in the middle. And I'm like, that's, that's so cool that people still like talk about their favorite bands. Because, you know, nowadays everything's on like TikTok and shit like that. So I'm like, it's, it's super sick that like people still go to shows and like call up their friends and say, yo, are you going to that show? They're going to play this song. And it's crazy. That's like super cool.
0: Dude. I still get that from some of my friends too, from some of the people that are following everything with the podcast. It's like, Hey man, I went to go see this show and this opener was absolutely nuts. Or it's like, or sometimes it's like they send me stuff it's like hey have you seen this band like you gotta check out this band I'm like guys I I know this band like I've had them on the podcast I knew you were gonna love them like this happens a lot and I'm like I, I still love getting those texts because it's just again it's just people talking about music and people sharing the music and the experiences that they had and wanting to have people see those as well so all of a sudden it's you know I see I have bands in the podcast like they're going on tour they're bringing on bands that have had in the podcast it's like oh shit, I get a chance to like actually pump some of these bands up. And like now people get to potentially hear about them. It's like, oh shit. Now I want to go see them. Now I want to go check out them. Like I get to also be that point of contact too. It's like, man, this is fun. Like I get to just like keep <laughs> promoting every single band of in the podcast and keep helping as that's many people as I can. And I love the music. So it's like, it's a win, win, win.
1: That's it's a win. I was about to say it's a win, win. So
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with two wins for my aspect. Cause like, I get to keep talking about this stuff with people. I like, I'm like, you know what? I could be having a bad day and all of a sudden someone sends me new music. I'm just like, oh yay. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's always great when you get new music and you're just like, I'm I'm super into this.
0: Oh, oh, it absolutely is. And it's even better when all of a sudden it's because it was like when I first did the whole entire uh like the first video I like the when I was still doing all the YouTube videos that I did, like I try and figure out Barcy. I'm like, let's figure this out. Cause like someone had mentioned to me. I'm like, I think I've heard somebody, but I'm not sure. And all of a sudden, after that, I'm like Again, there's like, you know, there's, it's not, there's stuff that I'm not the biggest fan, but there's stuff that I really like. And all of a sudden now it's like, you know, you guys are going out on two, you guys go on tour. I'm like, okay, varsity. Okay. Circle it. Start. Like, I got to see these guys play live. I got to be a part of this. And after seeing you once, I'm like, now I know you're going on a headline run out to when we were hungry. It's like, well, shit, how close are you potentially coming to me so I can, you know, circle (laughs) that date and potentially make it out there or at the very worst, it's like, well, shit. If at the very worst, I'm gonna see you guys play day one of when we were hungry <laughs> and when if that pit's gonna be going, you can guarantee that I'm gonna be in the freaking middle of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, what well, dude, when we were hungry is gonna be so, so fucking sick.
0: I've been asking this to everyone that I've talked to around when we were hungry. So I'm gonna ask you the exact same question because there are so many bands on the lineup. What band or bands are you most excited to see live or to be a part of that whole entire like live show experience with? Because I, I love to see kind of what all the different answers are
1: so um i really 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 want to see Secondhand serenade um i just you know i i that's like my thing um (laughs) funny enough my my top band is dropout kings and it's weird because we went on tour with them and every time i tell someone this they're like wait what there's like all these other bands i'm like i love all of them i love a, a sky to drive all these bands i'm stoked to watch them i can't wait to watch palisades like all these bands i love but there's something about like watching my friend's band who i'm also a fan of that just makes me feel good and i know that's that might be a weird thing for some people because i have had some people be like yo but aren't you friends with them and i'm like yo let me let me explain to you just because i'm friends with them does not mean i'm not a fan of this band i am such a huge dropout kings fan dude like I love their music, like just their music. Like, even if we weren't friends, I would probably still be super excited to watch this band. So, they're like the top for me. Like, I really, really want to see them again. I miss watching them every night on tour.
0: That's been a band where I've wanted to see them on tour and I've never had the chance. You almost like, I keep missing them every single time, but now it's like, I get my chance.
1: That band is very, very slept on and they're absolutely insane. They are so good live. They're actually doing Shiprock uh, this this coming year, uh, the year coming up. Um, and again, Shiprock, like Shiprock, they're on it. Bad Omens on a bunch of bands. And even I'm I'm still like, I, I really want to see Dropbox Kings. <laughs> even with all these bands, I'm like, I want to see. Parkway Drive is actually on uh, Shiprock this year, which is crazy. I haven't seen them in like, pfft. dude, I haven't seen them in years.
0: My God! Okay, now I mean, you're talking, you know, Dropout Kings on Shiprock, Bad Omens on Shiprock, Parkway Drive on Shiprock. I'm like thinking, my
1: God, such its like Bad how am Om- I going to survive this? <laughs> Wars on it, uh, Motionless and White. There's so many bands on Shiprock this year. I'm just like, holy shit!
0: Oh dear God, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be drinking. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I gotta get as much water me as possible so I don't puke in the pit, like. Yeah.
1: It's funny. The headliners for uh, Shiprock this year are Parkway Drive and Falling in Reverse.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear God! I love seeing Falling in Reverse. Like this is like this is like the best thing ever. Like, and I get to potentially hang out with as many people as possible. Go to Shiprock, and all of a sudden, you know, I might be waiting in line for coffee, and just because I need to pick me up somewhere after no sleep, you'll turn around and spill it on me. It'll be like, oh shit! I'll be like, why did I expect this, Joey? Like, why? Did this, why did I expect this? <laughs>
1: yeah no that that would happen dude i i wake up so hungover i'm just put my shades on and go grab a coffee and i'm like all right how am i gonna start my day today i'll
0: say that would happen where you would spill a coffee i mean you'd be like oh i'm so sorry we look at each other and just start bursting out laughing it's like we called this
1: shit we called it man let's just get another coffee
0: (laughs) let's just get another coffee I will deal with the rest of it later. It's like, okay, you got coffee over your shirt. It's fine. I've got like five more. <laughs> they might be like partially sweaty still, but you know what? I'm going to be in the pit. Who cares?
1: Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> I
0: feel like it's going to be the same thing like with when we were hungry too, because it's just like out of all the bands that are there, I'm going to be like, okay, I got to go here. I got to see this band. I'm going to be here, here, here. I'm going to be jumping around everywhere. And the thing that's going to make me the like the mass of all is like, there's so many bands we want to see. It's like, I know I'm going to end up accidentally missing one or two because I'm oh, like, yeah. I want to be over here. I want to be over here. Oh, I can't be in five places at once, guys.
1: I thought about that already. I'm like, oh, there are going to be bands I'm going to miss. I'm going to be real. So I'm just going to start running. I'm just going to run. <laughs> it's
0: gonna be like, I'm going to be here for this song. All of a sudden, this song's done. okay, mm-hmm. now I'm over here. Now over here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's there's, go. If
1: there are two bands that I want to watch play at the same time, I'm just going to run from one side to the other side. I don't care.
0: The only time you're not going to be able to do that is if you're performing the same time as one of the bands you want to see. That's,
1: that's true. Well, I have a wireless mic, so maybe I'll just go perform and watch the other band at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty interesting to see all yeah, the Watch like, them from the back and just, you know, start singing like, oh, this is so sick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just like the rest of the bands up on stage playing and you're like off to the side watching a different band just singing the whole entire time. I'll be like... What the heck's Joey doing? Oh, oh, oh! I see. He's watching Uh, he's watching Palisades perform. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's watching Palisades perform, but singing his songs. This is insane. <laughs>
0: uh, if, if that happens, I'm going to be like, okay, got to throw it on the pit for varsity all of a sudden. Okay, they're done. Okay, someone crowd surf me out of here. I got to go jump. I got to go do some <laughs> stuff for Palisades. Okay, I'm coming back. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be doing me. that.
1: Crowd surf me to the other stage right now. <laughs>
0: there might be a lot of people that do that. It's like, no, 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 just crowd surf me. Send me that way. I'm not trying to go to the front. Like, send me sure. out that way. We've got to go see that yeah. band, too.
1: Get to your favorite bands by any means. That's it.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's like I'm looking at this too. I'm like, how many bands I've had in the podcast? Who am I going to have to all throw down to? Like, the worst thing that's going to happen is all of a sudden, you know, like, if I have two bands in the podcast I've had on and they're playing at the same time, I'd be like, what do I do?
1: You got to throw down one song for each band.
0: <laughs> no, it's like I got to throw down half for each band. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna just do one song. Like, no, I got to go full force at this. Yeah. But then it's also who do I do the first half of the set with? Who do I do the second half of the set with? Yeah, like it's going to be a major conflict.
1: Yeah, you're going to be exhausted.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be worth. And then all of a sudden, you know, go gambling out with you guys until like seven in the morning. It's like okay, no, we got to do this all over again.
1: Yeah, I plan on having fun. I don't care after the show's over. I'm like, I'm just going to go have fun in Vegas.
0: And also, you said you're looking forward to seeing Secondhand Serenade perform, dude. We're going to be singing and crying that, our emo hearts out during that set.
1: I'm going to be crying my eyes out. Like I can't believe this is happening. <laughs>
0: Like, well, well, I'll be in the crowd. You and me will have a beer in our hand, Just like, just cry.
1: Just sing it (laughs) along.
0: Next thing you know, all of a sudden, every other artist is over like around us. Like, why are you guys crying? It's It's second It's, it's,
1: um, The show's going to be sick. Like, there's no there's no other way to put it. It's going to be insane.
0: Well, if because I have talked to John from Secondhand Serenade, and one thing we brought up was his love for like food and love for cooking, oh, so man. he might end up doing like a guest spot for an hour cooking burgers. So if he does that, like I'm gonna text you and be like, Joey, get your ass get over burgers. here, John. Oh cooking. yeah,
1: hell yeah, we're gonna cry on those burgers. <laughs> it's
0: like this burger is gonna be the burger, and I fall this- for you
1: it's delicious and beautiful (laughs) it's delicious and beautiful i'm so sad oh my god man i can't wait i wish god i wish i wish it was happening already
0: hey man we got just a little bit more to wait man and Mm -hmm. i'm already looking at this and like i'm just figuring out like okay this is going to be the most like one of the most nuts festivals you've ever ever Mm -hmm. go to again that warp tour vibe is back so
1: Mm -hmm. Ah! yeah it was missing for a while man it was definitely missing
0: it, it was. And I think the pandemic also kind of like amplified that because now instead of just like the, like Warped Tour was already gone, but all of a sudden, you know, all those festivals are gone for like a year, year and a half. People really didn't have that connection once again. Now, of course, we got that all back. Everything's all, you know, hunky dory in terms of the live music world for that aspect. But now, you know, you're seeing all these different other festivals pop, all these other different things happen. It's like, this is great, but No one's still got that like warp tour vibe to it, but this might be the thing that brings it back. Like this might be like the thing that ends up being people be like, holy shit, we can still do this.
1: Yeah, it's cool because like every other festival has its vibe, but nothing is pretty like, you know, nothing really hit the warp vibe. And then this tour comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, Well, holy shit. Here we go. This is this is it. This is what we were waiting for. (laughs) And
0: literally it would not. Like a a tour like like a, a festival like this and trying to like bring back that warp tour vibe and like just the way it happened because I know they weren't trying to it just kind of happened but the only way it could start out was literally with a fucking meme and that's how it yeah. all fucking started
1: yeah it started with a goddamn meme and now it's like a real thing
0: it started with a meme with like I with modern day escape I set my friends on fire I think Breed Carolina was on that original meme. maybe Dropout Kings was on that original because I think Dropout Kings was like one one of the first like three bands that was like fuck it we're in
1: yeah yeah they were one of like the first ones
0: yeah because if i'm correct it was them of course modern day escape because with will being like the one that created the meme and got it all going of course their point and then i think the other one was along came a spider
1: yeah yeah sounds so yeah i think that was it
0: i'm pretty sure that was where the first three Then all of a sudden it was like the next like okay now we're actually seeing like this come to fruition and like i was waiting to hear like on some of these like crazy guests because i had will and mal on the podcast like before the lineup started getting announced i'm like who the hell's gonna be there? And they wouldn't tell me anything. I'm just like, God damn it. I know you guys, I'm like, I'm proud you guys aren't telling me anything, but god damn it, I just want to know something. All of a sudden I started seeing like bands pop up. I saw you guys pop up there. I'm just like,
1: huh? Yeah, I think when we <laughs> popped up, everyone was kind of surprised. It's like, wait, what? And I'm like, Yeah, we're playing. And they're like, What? And I'm like, cool, it's gonna be sick.
0: And then and then I'm just like telling people, like, yo, you guys gotta get out to this fest. Like, I had someone that I work with for my full-time job. I told her about it and she's like, wait a minute, we were going out to Vegas for like that for the other festival, but we're going to be there three days beforehand. We were looking for somebody. I'm just like, this is going to be better than that other festival. And all of a sudden, next thing I knew, I got a text from So can you send us the like the link for where you can get tickets for that? I'm just like, yeah, I got you covered. Here's the link. And all of a sudden got a text five minutes later. Yep. We got like four tickets for both days. We're set. We're going to go I'm like.
1: Yeah! Nice. So are you also going to when we were young festival?
0: I'm not because the day after, so that Saturday, the first day we were oh, here, yeah. the day after uh, when we were hungry, I have to be back here in Milwaukee for one of my best friend's weddings where I'm not standing up in the wedding, but I'm emceeing the reception.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And the
0: whole reason for them saying, Kevin, can you emcee the reception? And it was like, well, why do I have to do it? Well, you talk to you talk at a microphone, you talk you podcast, (laughs) like you'd be good at this. I'm like, okay, so now I have to like come up with like what do I have to actually do? Do I have to do introductions for the wedding party? Can I roast everyone as they come in? Can I make it like that would be fucking hilarious? You
1: just thought of roasting everyone that's like, dude, what the hell?
0: (laughs) Oh, I would start. Oh, well, the best part about it's like all like the all the groomsmen are all my like really good friends. So it's like I could roast every single one of them with so many different
1: Roast them all. (laughs) And
0: now walking in at five foot nine, that's what he told me to say, but he's really only five foot eight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: So, yeah. So my plan is for that one is, you know, of course, I've got when we were hungry, but I want to make sure that that's the best festival possible. So whatever I have to do, I have to do it. And then just leave early on Saturday. If I don't get enough sleep, screw it. I'm going to have to try and sleep on a plane then. I don't know how it's going to work, but it'll work
1: yeah sleep on the flight. that's what i do man i just sleep on flights
0: i still can't it's so weird like trying to like sleep while sitting up or like trying to like get any sort of like comfort position
1: i have gotten better at it but not by choice (laughs) (laughs) i travel so much now that um i stay i so on nights before i travel i stay up working on like music and things like that um so that i you know have everything done but i don't sleep and so by the time I get to the airport, I'm exhausted. I just pass right out the moment the tra- the plane goes into the air. It happens with me every time now.
0: Shit, that's actually a really good idea. I just
1: work myself into exhaustion. I get on the plane, I just pass out.
0: I have to, like, gamble myself into exhaustion with you guys on Friday night. <laughs> all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's like, okay, like 4 a.m. on Saturday. All righty, I got to go back to my hotel, grab my shit, go to the airport. I got to be on a flight at 6 already.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, I'll that's see good. you guys later tie yourself the fuck up. <laughs>
0: yeah and then all of a sudden land in like chicago have someone come pick me up to drive me back to milwaukee and just like okay i'm gonna sleep in the car but once i get once you guys drive me off to my house literally i've got like 10 minutes of like shower change and chug like three red bulls to get to this fucking way
1: <laughs> then it's, it's go time
0: <laughs> oh oh trust me it's gonna be go time and all of a sudden well it's even funnier too is like i just thought of this i'm like you know what just so we're talking about this because as they're as they're do, making me do like MC the wedding, they're also giving me control of the music, oh, which man. is very very something I was like, um, you guys really want to do this for with me because uh, you guys don't want gonna play. So now all of a sudden you know they're gonna have their they're gonna have their playlist set up and all of a sudden be like, I'm slipping a varsity song in
1: here. <laughs> Just play Love Everyone loves Love Be like, oh, it's a love song for you guys. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I'll be like, yeah love sick, it'll be good don't uh, worry about that yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like okay now we do you bring the party up a little bit let's play some hype a hype by electric cowboy let's have some fun there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that song
0: have you listened to like the new stuff they've come out with i because i know this this episode might come out after their album releases on the ninth but like if you listen all the singles so far that they've come out with
1: listen to every single that they've come out with so far
0: all right, because I think it was – it's hype, but We got the moves, Pump It, Spaceman, Fuck Boy, and then the hurricane one. But they yeah. just – so out of those six, which one is the, uh, your favorite out of those six?
1: Uh, God, I'm not even sure. Probably Pump mm, – no. is it, Probably Pump It.
0: Just get that gym vibe. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty I, sure you're going to be going I, to the gym. I, the, you know what it is?
1: It's, it's – I like <sighs> – I like their visuals with the like. I like their music videos. Like everything they do, like just the whole like satiric aspect to everything. Because you you listen to the song, you like the song is sick, and then you watch the video, and you're like, "Holy shit! This makes everything so much better, so much better." Um, I'm gonna go with that one. Final. Yeah, let me just go about the final answer. <laughs>
0: Well, Nobody. I mean, any answer was going to be the correct answer. So, yeah, you win the million
1: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's your favorite?
0: Personally, my favorite is We Got the Moves just because of how ridiculous it works. Like, all of a sudden, you just. Losing.
1: Probably second from you.
0: I'll say the one that threw me off the, like, they've all thrown me off, like, complete, like. Cause I listened to, I think it was, we got the move. No, I listened to pump at first. I'm like, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Then I went to, we got the moves. I'm like, okay, this is like definitely my favorite hype by hype. I'm like, how the fuck do these guys do? Like I'm blown Hypa-hype
1: away. It was like in a really interesting song.
0: Oh, absolutely. So then space man comes and I show it to one of my friends. I'm like, I show it to her and she watches, uh, a, uh, about five little kids every single day. And she showed Spaceman to them, and it's become like their favorite song. Like, show them the music video and everything. I'm like, so we go, all of a sudden, now we get German rap and party metal at the exact same time. Then they Dude. go pop punk with Conquer Divide on fuck One. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like,
1: that this song is was great. Sick, that song was sick. I'm not like the biggest like pop punk fan, but that song was sick.
0: I just couldn't believe they did a whole entire blend where it wasn't like, you know, a feature of like just the vocals from Conquer. It wasn't just Kia features. Like, they literally had like, a collaboration for the whole entire band it was i couldn't yeah, believe they, like, they
1: made nuts. it work it was cool when they did it because normally you just have like a feature these people have both bands like just full bands in it i'm like this is so sick this is great
0: oh. oh it, was it reminded
1: nuts. me of um you, you ever seen scott pilgrim yeah when the two bands are like the battle of the bands and they're going head to head it kind of reminded me of that in a way i was like this is kind of sick <laughs>
0: I know exactly what you're talking about and it, it, it makes total sense where it's, but I remember with Scott Pilmer it was like two different styles too for bands. But this yeah. time it was like, you know, again, two bands that I think don't like, they don't really play a pop punk, but all of a sudden now they're doing a, like a skate punk, pop punk track and it yeah. absolutely worked. And then of course, now they got the, the other the last thing that came out was a uh, hurricane when I'm like, you get like that, like German, like. I forgot what they called it, but it was like, okay, this is kind of Bible. I was watching the music video, like, they've got the worst spray tans of all time going on <laughs> the music video, But it was hysterical. I loved every second. And then all of a sudden they go to, they go from like this like classic, like, you know, nice, just easy listening music with a beat, like to deathcore. I was like,
1: it's like house and then deathcore. And it's like, what the hell?
0: And I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I can't. I'm like. This is a band I can't wait to see but play. It, but Live. it's
1: done, It's done really well, man. I mean, they're they're doing that tour with Attack Attack now, right? Or that it's like coming up soon.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be in October. It's the, and a little bit in November. So it's them, Attack Attack, Outline in Color, and the opener is actually Conquer Divide. So yeah. when they play Fuckboy, they might actually bring out all of Conquer Divide to play it.
1: That would that would be sick.
0: So if if if, if you're looking to go to a show and you can make it happen, I suggest it
1: yeah that one's gonna be sick i still haven't seen attack attack live since they've come back and i really gotta watch them
0: um now i got let me ask you this question so you know you guys are playing you're gonna be playing shows as well but i know you like to go to shows at the same time as it stands for like the rest of the year like is there one show that you're like i cannot miss like i gotta go and see this that's not when we were hungry we already talked about that one enough.
1: <laughs> so i know nonpoint is coming back up here in september with uh seven dust um oh. And so I'm definitely going to that. Um, as for the rest of the year, uh Day Seeker's doing something. They just announced something. Uh forgot who's on it.
0: Was it the Bad Omens one?
1: Yeah, yeah. The Dayseeker Bad Omens one.
0: Dayseeker um, Bad Omens, make them suffer. And I can't remember who the other one is.
1: I don't remember who the other band was, but I remember that's that I always comes. I always go see Day Day Seeker. anyway. Um, Roy's like one of my good friends. And so anytime they're in town, like I go see them, but like now you have make them suffer and also bad omens. And I'm like, this is I have to see this. Um, aside from that, I don't really know shows kind of I catch on to shows really late. Like and by late, I mean like a week before the show actually happens. I'm like, oh, Ryan, I'm going to the show. So <laughs> um, I think the band I saw the band I really want to see for the year, though, which oddly enough is unprocessed. Uh, have you ever heard of this band? I have not. OK, OK. They're like Polyphia, but with vocals. And they also have heavier songs. Oh. It's, it's crazy. Um, I've been a fan of this for a while, and they were on tour now with Polyphia. And so I was like, cool, definitely have to go see them. Um, so there's that. Actually, there is one show um, that I have to absolutely see. Um, and it is nothing more in this moment than Sleep Token. There's no way I'm missing that tour. Because if I don't see Sleep Token, I will, I will fucking quit music. Like I don't care, I will quit music. I love this band to death.
0: Please, Joey, don't quit music. Please go see Sleep <laughs> Token for the love of God.
1: Please go see them. I have, I have to see that. I have to see that band. Period.
0: Unfortunately, I have to miss Sleep Token and that whole entire tour because that is the day after when we were hungry when they're here in Milwaukee, and that's the day my buddy's wedding.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna miss the whole thing. I noticed that that, the tour is like pretty long, but the the dates that are here, the Jersey date is like right before we head out for like our headliner. So I'm like, oh, "Oh, sick! it's like a couple of days before. So I'm like, this works out perfect.
0: Oh, that works out perfect. I mean, you're going to so you're going to literally go and see Sleep Token. You're going to just get your mind blown and then of course go enjoy nothing more and in this moment then it's like all righty now you're gonna be feeling like all hyped up and everything and now it's time for your headlining run
1: for a headlining run like oh man here we go (laughs) oh that's
0: gonna be nuts that's gonna be something insane that you know no that's gonna again after seeing that you know think about this everybody that's listening to the podcast after joey's gonna get to see sleep token then he's gonna get to go out on the road and do his own headlining stuff the inspiration (laughs) the motivation the adrenaline is just going to be flowing through you, man. Oh, like, it's, no it's one's going to want good. to miss you performing live at this point.
1: Well, hopefully. We're also – we're on purpose. We're playing, like, small venues. So we – our agent asked. He was like, hey, so what kind of venues do you want to book? And I literally was like, book the small ones. And he was like, why? And I'm like, I want – I don't want a lot of people there. I want to – if it's our first headline, I want to do something where I can interact with everyone. Something where it's like 200, 250 kids will probably be just, like, perfect for us because I feel like that's the perfect number – to where I can still play the show and still get to meet everyone. Like there are some shows we played in uh Knoxville with uh 10 years and um I think it was Knoxville or Memphis, one of the two. Um and they drew I think it was like 600 kids. And I struggled so hard to talk to everyone cuz there was so many people there that I'm like I can't do this. Like I can't I can't talk to everyone cuz the venue's closing and there's not enough time. So for our first headline, I was like, yeah, I want to do small venues. I want I want to be able to give people, you know, an experience like I want you to show up. Maybe we'll just show up early and we'll just say, hey, we're going to play acoustics for you guys and like the front of the venue or some shit like that and hang out with you guys before the show. Go in the show, have a couple of drinks, you guys play the show afterwards. We can sign all yourself, take pictures and then off to the next city, you know.
0: Alrighty, so when that tour announcement comes out, I gotta make sure I look at the whole entire thing I'm like, okay, wheres <laughs> where are they gonna be close to me? Because all of a sudden, you know, I have to take the day off of work and just be like, what's up, Joey? How's it yeah. going?
1: <laughs> well, you let me know, man. I'll put you on the list. Don't you worry about it.
0: Oh, I'll, and I'll, I'll I'll come like, you know, hand like this, but, uh, can of blue moon, like, here you go, sir.
1: What's <laughs> you you that, blue moon? <laughs>
0: I remember that on Green Bay so I, I was like, what? So you said, get me whatever you whatever you want. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to get him? I'm like, I don't want to go cheap on Joe. You're like, I like this mm-hmm. guy, so Blue Moon.
1: <laughs> so funny. You got the Blue Moon, and I'm like, that is the right – this is the correct beer. This is the this is my favorite beer. I'm like, what, that's the, so crazy. When you said people that, I lost it. Like, yeah, most people would just get like a Corona or like a Bud Light or something like that, which you know I'll drink. I enjoy them. But you got like a Blue Moon, and I'm like, that's crazy because I love Blue Moon. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, Like when you said that, I just like my mind was like, how did I know to pick fucking Blue Moon? Like <laughs> yeah. out of every beer that was there, I'm like, I could have picked anything. But I'm like, no, no, no. Blue Moon seems like the right choice for some random reason. So we're going with that.
1: It was the right choice. It was 180 percent the right choice.
0: So now it's like I'm going to be just having it in my mind. Like all of a sudden, here's your or <laughs> I'll do what I did with um because uh, in April when Dayseeker had their headlining run, I did this with the band Cascus because Kaskis was opening up for them. And I'd had him on the podcast twice. It was like, like, yeah, I told you guys I you the first round, right? They're like, yeah. So you want to get some beer? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not getting you beer here. I've got a case of like beer in my trunk specifically for you guys. So after the, <laughs> after the show, like, they were part their vans were parked outside. So I walked to my car, grabbed the beer, walked back to the to the van, knocked on the door with the knock they had, and there was only one guy from castings that was actually in the van. He was in the bathroom at the time. Yeah. Otherwise, it was all holding absence. They're like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, I'm the beer man. They're like, come on in, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the holding absence dudes are like... I, I So I just started speaking to Lucas. Um, I want to say like a couple of... Maybe like a week ago or something like that. Um, fucking love their music. Um, I was talking to him about doing a feature for our next record. Um, We were just like hammering things out. And I'm like, let's see if we can get this to work, you know?
0: So Dude, if you got Lucas if you got Lucas to do a feature on your next record, my God, that'd be perfect. Just thinking about his vocal style, what he's able to do with it, seeing how it meshed with their like split EP with alpha wolf, seeing how it meshed with that. And then thinking about how it would mesh with your vocal style and with varsity style, that would be one hell of a feature to go yeah, for, man. Like we definitely have a couple of,
1: there's a couple of features on the, like the next record that I feel like there's one specifically that people are going to be like, that's fucking weird. Cause that guy's just a screamer. But that's wild that you have him on. And I'm like, I don't care. Um, I just, I it's one of my favorite vocalists, and I want him on it. And there's a couple of other features that I think people are gonna, people were probably gonna look at and be like, that's, that's insane that like that that's the feature guy. Because the last record didn't have, they had like one feature.
0: Yeah, you had the feature with Notions on finesse, and that finesse. was it.
1: Um, everything else we kind of just did it ourselves. But for this one, now I'm like, well, wow, I want to do, I want to have some more features. I want to have some of my friends on like some songs and stuff like that. So gonna do that They got some pretty interesting features for like some of these songs
0: okay so you already you already told me about potentially having lucas on there dare i ask who the other features are you're gonna be like i can't tell you yet you gotta wait
1: Mm -hmm. can't tell you
0: that's what i thought you were gonna say so that's the only time i was gonna ask about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm actually i've been working on this so hard i'm just like there's one specific feature that i'm like i'm in the middle of it but like we haven't like quite nailed it yet and i'm like okay we're we're gonna get this don't worry we're gonna get this
0: dude you'll get it man i mean like like i introduced you like one of the hardest working guys i know in rock and metal like you're gonna end up making this happen it's just you're gonna exhaust as many options as possible till you find the best one that you're gonna work with you're gonna find Mm -hmm. what's gonna mesh it's gonna be fantastic
1: oh yeah 180 percent
0: especially you know and then you talk about you know bringing on someone that's like just a straight screamer i'm like oh god okay
1: yeah, so this- I have, one of the features is like i guess the the band is like it's like a prog metal that's not maybe not prog metal it's like a god it's it's heavy they're a sumerian records band um they're fucking heavy but it's weird because like when i met them recently i was like i met all the members and i'm like yo like you should do a feature for like one of my songs. It was like, yo, I love your band. I'm like, you listen to my shit. They're like, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Let's, let's figure out how to do this. Cause I love, ugh, God, I, I love that band. So
0: that might be the best way to go about. It's like, shit, man, we love your band. Let's do a feature. Oh, Oh yes. Yes. Let's
1: do it. It's, it's crazy. Like when you, you, you realize you're a fan of a band, but they're also a fan of your music. And I'm like, that's crazy. You listen to my music That's insane."
0: And especially with your style of music and what you've come up with, Varsity, I feel like you're gonna be just seeing more and more of that, and getting more and more of that from all these different bands that you've listened to and are fans of as you continue to go along. I mean, you're gonna probably gonna get that as rock next year, just as a fan. All of a sudden, you're gonna be seeing these bands like, "Hey, man, I love your music." And be like, "Dude, no, 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 we love your music. Are you fucking kidding me, man?"
1: Well, <laughs> like I hope gonna... so, man, like this next record is this record. This next record is fucking weird. It's like really, really weird.
0: Weird in what way, though?
1: it's like it's very dark it's like the last record was um not dark in the sense of like it was like sad i guess or i don't know what the mood for it was really it was kind of all over the place which was you know fine because i'm like that's how i wanted it this one is more it's just way darker And, and by darker i mean like the musical aspect of it is like dark like we put violins and pianos and all types of like shit in the music that is like that makes it sound evil um we literally have a song that sounds like it's like if varsity and ice nine kills had a baby that's what that would sound like like there's a song on there where i'm like that's sick um this it's just weird there's one song that's like all like gente shit it's like just heavy shit with like pop choruses and i'm like cool This It's really, really, really weird. It's funny because we, I've been teasing like some singles and stuff like that on like my IG and like the band's IG. And people are like, oh my God, I can't wait for this next record. And I'm like, none of these songs are on the record. (laughs) Not a single one of these things I'm teasing are on the record. These are all just songs we're going to give you. We're just going to put them out so that you have new music from us. But the record is like something completely fucking different
0: my god so what so i'm thinking about this like people are liking the samples that you're putting out there and just like the teasers you're putting out there for music that's not even on the record so you guys are gonna be putting this stuff out again going on your own headlining run and then the when we were hungry stuff who knows what other tours you're going to get on in between that time but just thinking about this people are going to be like getting you know having varsity in their mindset it's going to be constantly in the zeitgeist of the rock and metal culture then all of a sudden you're going to start coming out with the new record and people are going to be like wait yeah what just I, happened and what the hell did we yeah. miss out on like
1: where it did this is come weird, from it's a weird record one of the songs on the record is like one of them sounds like a punk rock bear tooth song but has like it's it's fucking weird dude one of the songs is just like a straight up like it's like post-hardcore metallica i'm just like yo we we'll just put like a bunch of riffs and shit and just kind of fucking like just write something really thrashy. It's weird, but I'm like, I wanted. I think the reason why I did that this time is because, this, so this record is based on a story I wrote. Um, so I wrote last one. I just wrote a bunch of topics. This one, same thing, just topics, but I connected it into like a story. So I'm like, so this is a story I want to tell from point A to like point Z or whatever. And so I wrote the songs to fit the mood of what I was feeling at the time when I wrote it. And so the record is just like fucking weird, dude
0: dude you're telling me all this shit and i'm like what can i get this record now because okay think about this you're telling me that there's a track that's going to be like okay varsity meets post hardcore metallica that there's going to be a track where it's like a varsity and ice nine kills had a baby <laughs> and i fucking love ice nine kills so i'm like my god this
1: song literally like when you hear it it's like that could have been an ice nine Kills song but it's a varsity song i'm like yeah could have."
0: god damn then you're telling me you know potential punk rock plus bear tooth plus varsity i'm like so, I'm gonna get like energetic, super energetic, like rise against style vars. I'm like, what the actual? Yeah, it,
1: it's kind of, it's actually kind of like that. It's like uh, the song is called Kill. So, the song is called Kill the Rich. Um, It's actually inspired by like, it like lyrically kind of like inspired by like the politicalness of like rise against and stuff. Cause I I just love that stuff. And I, I, at one point in the story, which the story is based on me, like I was just, it's me thinking about like life and, you know, obviously life and like, the middle class or the poor class or whatever the fuck you you know you I you consider yourself what I consider myself and like just going through Instagram and looking at all these things that make me feel like shit and blah, blah blah And one day I'm just like I'm gonna kill the rich. And I wrote this fucking song and when I when I turned it into my label, they're like I remember they they my AR guy called me and he was like dude this song is sick. Like I fucking love the song it's so different blah blah and then he goes just one thing and I'm like yeah he's like did you say that you were going to kill rich people? Like, or am I hearing this correct? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, is this like a demo lyric or like, and I was like, no, this, this is, this is the final lyric. Like I want to put this in the song because the song is like, it's not political, but it's like, it has those little, those little tidbits in it. Whereas like, I feel this way because I'm at the bottom and the people at the top have me feeling this way, so if I kill everyone at the top, <laughs> I won't feel like shit anymore. So it's it's crazy, it's crazy even just talking about it to you because thinking about it as I'm speaking about it, I'm like, yeah, this this song is kind of insane to put out,
0: <laughs> dude. Now I'm just trying to wrap my head around this because this is where this is where I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking it's a varsity track with the energy and the energy of bear with the political kind of punk rockness that Rise Against brings, but with the brash upfrontness of a band like Anti Flag, all <laughs> rolled into one. I'm just like,
1: yeah, pretty much. How in the <laughs> fuck? It's funny, guy. Every, every time I showed someone that's like, I've showed someone that song, they're like, "This is a varsity song," and I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "I guess. <laughs> I wrote it, so I guess it is." <laughs>
0: Well, even like just taking a look, you know, when I did the whole entire me trying to figure you guys out and listening to the three EPs going through there. And then, of course, listening to Welcome Home, it's like there's definitely an evolution of style there. So it does bring forward like you guys can do as much as you want. Like you guys can go in any direction and I'm not going to be surprised by it or thrown completely off by it. There's going to be some of those features I'm probably going to look on there and be like, like if you're going to do one with uh, Lucas from Holy Naps, i be like, Okay, now, that kind of flow makes sense. Yeah. But doing one with, you know, what you said, like, you know, with someone that just basically screams, I'm just gonna be like, how in the yeah. fuck is this gonna work? Also, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm, you're probably gonna get attached to me like, yep,
1: that worked. Dude, It's funny, there's a couple of songs on the record that's, like, mostly screaming and every time I showed it to someone they're like, yo, I don't know why that works but that works. Um, there's actually one, there's one very specific song on the record that I am, like, super fucking in love with. It kind of, uh, there's a feature on that song it's kind of like varsity meets death tones, but in like it's it's heavy and it's weird and like there's all these odd time signatures and all this other shit in it but it's like a very simple straightforward song it just has like a bunch of weird shit in it and I feel like that's the song that I want to put out first because every time that's another one I show it to people and they're like this is well, I don't even know how to describe this I'm like yeah it's it's weird but
0: I think when you were, like start working on like you know do the release schedule for this record, like you got to start out with something that people aren't really expecting. So all of a sudden, when it comes down to it, it's like you know when it comes to you know the expectations for the record, especially from you know the fan and the musical listener perspective. If you start out with something different but works, now as a fan, we're gonna be expecting okay, what's gonna come next? Because we're not gonna be expecting the same thing. Like we're not yeah. gonna be on our we're gonna be on our you're not, not gonna be on our heels, we're gonna be on our yeah. toes, waiting yeah. for the next thing and anticipating something that's gonna be even still different. Yeah. still have a varsity feel to it but we're going to be anticipating what comes next.
1: Yeah, it's 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 cool this time cuz I feel like I loved Welcome Home, but more of my influence went into this record than it went into Welcome Home. Cuz with Welcome Home I was still trying to figure stuff out. With this record I'm still, you know, I'm still figuring things out, but I'm enjoying it more. Like and I know that's probably a bad thing to say cuz it's not that I didn't enjoy Welcome Home, but as a brand new band in the industry that was like a little more pressure on welcome home whereas like with this one i i'm just having fun writing shit and more of like my influence is coming out and i'm like sick i i'm really enjoying this record
0: so it's kind of like one thing you know people have talked about especially in the music industry kind of like that sophomore record it's like okay band comes out with a debut record debut lp all of a sudden it goes really well and all of a sudden like the sophomore record comes out and there's always like that kind of turn the sophomore slump just because it's like, okay, now you don't have as much time to work on it. You got to go to that release schedule kind of thing. But with you, it seems like, you know, that first record came out. It was kind of your, okay, we we're getting this out. We're showing everyone what varsity is and can be. But mm-hmm. now this next one, it's like, already, we got that first one past us. We're in this comfort zone of we're able to do what we want. Let's have some fun with this. Let's just go fucking nuts
1: yeah like that and that was exactly when when i got the call and my label I was like oh uh we want you to start the next record i had i was already writing stuff for it so i'm like well i have half of it done and they're like oh cool so i was like so how much time do you need i'm like well how much time are you going to give me and they were like oh we were going to give you like the summer and i'm like cool if you give me the whole summer i will have i'll probably have like 30 songs to you and then we'll pick from there and i started turning in songs and they're like dude this is like this is very fucking interesting. I'm like, I'm having like a lot of fun writing this this time. Like welcome home was cool. had a lot of fun writing it. This one I'm having way more fun. Like, obviously I have some songs that like feel more like octane radio songs. Cause I'm like, I'm obviously I'm still a fan of octane music and I love, I like big catchy hooks and I'm a singer. So I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I love, but there are certain songs that I'm just like, nah, I've always wanted to try this style or that style or this. And so I'm going to, I'm going to do it. With this record so
0: so just hearing you talk about this record and hearing you talk about just having fun with it, the influences coming out of it there is a band that is starting to like that's just peeking in my head and it's like holy shit this is starting to get me feeling like this band especially when they released their blast record given just kind of a little bit different style from what they previously came out with and seeing how everyone reacted to it and I'm not sure if you know where I'm going with this, but I'm going it right here. You're giving me b- vibes from like Bad Omens when they released their record this year. And look <laughs> at what has happened with that. It's just, the record is different from their first two. But you listen to, you know, you hear you know, Sebastian talk about it. He's like, this is what I would have loved to have people like as their introduction to Bad Omens. Like he had more, more fun writing that record. Like this is more of what he wants mm-hmm. to do. It's like, now you're seeing what's going on with them. I mean, hell, they had they want there was uh they had the, uh, Run with uh, Under Oath at the beginning of the year because uh, every time I die, I had to drop out. Then all of a sudden, now then they all of a sudden they went on with uh, I forget what they went with, in this moment. Then they were playing arena shows with fucking Beartooth and a Day to Remember. And I saw one of those, and it was fucking us. Awesome. And now they're gonna go on their own fucking headlining
1: run. It's you like not have fun writing your record, or you just like, what are you doing? If you're not having fun writing your record, don't write a fucking record. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at that point.
0: Dude, you're giving me the vibes of, like, Bad Omens really hit the, like really hit their stride in 2022. You're giving me the vibes of, like, Varsity's going to be that band in 2023 right now. Like, you're giving me that feeling right now.
1: It's, it's definitely going to be a different record, so hopefully people like it, you know?
0: Man, I'm going to be excited for excited for when it comes out and excited to see you guys potentially on this headliner run if you're coming close to me, but at the very least, we're going to hang out and when we were hungry. I'm going to see you perform live. We're going to have a blast, and who knows? We'll probably be out gambling until 7 in the morning and anyway, be like, ah, shit. <laughs>
1: fuck we're just, we're just gonna party come back to day two like all right ready ready party, come back to
0: day two. all righty all of a sudden instead of me bringing everyone like beer i'm just gonna be you know have like two cases of red bull all of a sudden it's like all righty everyone was i out with yesterday everyone, red
1: take Bur- a, everyone take a red bull right now we'll be, like, be like i
0: will be like i'd be like oprah you get a red bull you get a red bull everybody gets red <laughs> balls
1: oh man the red bull man
0: oh it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome well joey As we bring this podcast to conclusion, you know, I love to give you a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So my friend, the floor is yours.
1: Um, We got new music coming out. So just be on the lookout for that. And then we got some tours and then a record. So be patient. It's coming.
0: Be patient. And you know what to do in that instance. You know, you're going to want to make sure you're following along with Varsity on everything from all their social medias, being a part of of the Facebook group. Yes, I'm a part of that Facebook group as well, the (laughs) Varsical. It's gonna be in the description of the podcast for you to check out all their socials, get in contact with them, watch all their music videos, stream all their music so then, you know, and make sure you're following along with everything so that you are ready For these tours, you're ready for that. This next record, because if I'm saying it's getting, you know, this is gonna be this is giving me vibes of like what I felt like with Bad Omens up when they were running up to the release of Death of Peace of Mind and seeing how that turned out. My god, like you're gonna want to be a part of this. So, Mm. hell yeah, like you're gonna want to be a part of this. All right, Joey, and also time for number two. Last couple times I did the podcast, remember I actually made you the promise of first rounds on me? Well. Running it back again, my friend, either Mm -hmm. at one of those headlining days or at when we were hungry. One of the two. It's going to happen either or.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It'll be blue moon once again. If not, I'm going to have to (laughs) think of something else. (laughs) (laughs) And as we close this out for number three, my friend, you know this is not goodbye because we got to do this again, of course, and I'll be seeing you at the very least at when we were hungry. So this can't be goodbye, my friend. This, of course, is I'll see you later. Woo! Well, well, folks, that's my interview with Joy Varea from the band Varsity. Once again, they'll be going on their own little headlining run before when we were hungry. They've also got new music coming out and that new record that they're teasing. My God, that's giving me that bad omens at the peace of mind vibes. Not in terms of style, but in terms of you're not ready for this shit, but it's going to be fucking awesome. And you're going to love it. So make sure to follow along with Varsity on all social media. You make sure you're watching YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to like anything they got on you know streaming platforms you're not gonna to want to miss out on any of this stuff get those tickets from we Are hungry to go see them you want to know how you can do all that and do it easily link in the description of the podcast they find varsity online everything is going to be there don't miss out on it also make sure you're following along with the Corporate progression podcast we are on facebook twitter instagram TikTok. you can subscribe to the podcast which i ask you to do on youtube podcast iheart radio amazon and river also be subscribing because my god like we're everywhere somehow This place, I don't even know where we are, but we're there. And it's going to be freaking awesome. And you're not going to miss any of the episodes. If you're already subscribed, a gigantic thank you to you for supporting this podcast. I mean, I love doing this stuff. This is what gives me energy. It gives me life. So thank you for doing that. Also, if you're just subscribing right now, thank you as well. You are now a part of that. If you're just here like, "Ah, I like this, but I don't want to subscribe right now, I'm first going to ask you to reconsider. If not, I still want to thank you for stopping by and joining this podcast. And you're welcome back anytime in the future. So again, please subscribe. Also, thank you to our support for this podcast. First off, Manscape, 20 off and free shipping. Use go to CPP at checkout. And also get your tickets for When We Were Hungry Music Festival, which we are sponsoring October 20th and 21st in Las Vegas. I've had on sale now. We are HungryFestle.com, description of the podcast. Thank you, Joey. One of my favorite people to ever have on the podcast. One of my top five favorite guests, which include Jonathan Norris from Kingdom Collapse, the guys in Caskets, the girls of GFM, Joy Arena from Outlier and Joy Varea from Varsity. Again, no in particular order because they're all fantastic. So make sure you get your tickets from when we were hungry. Go see Joy perform live. Come march me in the pit. We're going to have pancakes. Oh, yeah. And on that note, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for watching. Listen to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one. So the big, healthy, and hearty.
1: See y'all. Yeah. <laughs>